show them to all. Today's office of Moments of Yudchas, we are starting eight lines from the top of the third word on the line. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarah, Basim Yaakov Meisha, Her Nisham Shadavanaliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Mars Rivka, Basim Meir Zev, Her Nisham Shadavanaliyah. Yesterday we began discussing the Machlekas of Ein Zika versus Yesh Zika, which means do we say that the Yavam and Yavama has Zika, a bond, strong enough that considers them like they're married to some extent or not? One enough community would be the case we brought yesterday. The Yavama died before either Yibam or Chalitza happened. If we say Yesh Zika, then the Yavam is considered to have been somewhat married to her, and now he may not marry her mother either because she's considered like his mother-in-law to some extent. But if we say Ein Zika, then he has no connection to her anymore and he may marry her mother. So just remember once again, what's crucial to bear in mind as we continue to use these terms Ein Zika and Yesh Zika is the fundamental difference between the two. Ein Zika means there's no connection between the Yavim and Yavama other than the mitzvah to do Yibam or Chalitza. Whereas Yesh Zika means there's a deeper connection between them, making their relationship more similar to marriage than regular Yibam. Yesterday we learned that Rabbi Yehuda holds Yesh Zika and the Gemara is now going to ask the same question twice, one from our Mishnah, one from Abraisa, on the opinion of Yesh Zika. The case being discussed is Eishasach Shalei HaBai Lamai. Reuven and Shimon are brothers, then Reuven died without children. Levi was born, and only afterwards Shimon did Mimer to Reuven's wife, the Yavama. Remember, Mimer is a quasi-Kedushin, and they still need to live together to complete the marriage. Now the Gemara tells us, Master of Huna Barchia, of Huna Barchia asks on Rabbi Huda's opinion of Yesh Zika, our Mishnah said, Then when Shimon did Mimer to Reuven's wife, and then he died, The Shnia, the second woman, meaning Shimon's original wife, she gets Chalitza, not Yibam. Now we analyze why is it that Shimon's wife gets Chalitza, not Yibam. Time of Mimer. That's because Reuven's wife had Mimer done to her, connecting Shimon and Reuven's wife somewhat. Hala of Mimer, but that implies that if Mimer wasn't done to her and nothing happened and then Shimon died, Shneyanami Vum Miyavma, it implies that Shimon's wife would be allowed to have Yibam done to her by Levi. Now, Zika, if you want to say there is Zika, Havle Tsar's Eshesachiv Shlaya by Lamin Bazika, Shimon's wife should still be ushered to Levi because of Tsar's Eshesachiv Shlaya by Lamai. If we're going to say Yesh Zika, then even if Shimon wouldn't have done Mimer to Reuven's wife, there would still be this Zika connection between the two, and Levi would not be allowed to be Miyabim Shimon's wife because she would be Tsaras Eshishachav Shlaya by Lamai. It must be from the fact that our Mishnah says that there was Mimer done that we hold Ein Zika as opposed to Yesh Zika. So Amarabi he answers, that's not a Raya. Who had the Afagav the Loyav Mimer? It's very possible that even if Shimon wouldn't have done Mimer to Reuven's wife, Shniya Michat's Chaltei Vumi Loyavma, that Shimon's wife would have to have Chalitza with Levi and not Yibam. And Mahadik Tani Mimer, the only reason why the Mishnah emphasized that Shimon did Mimer is Lafukim Beishamai to exclude Beishamai's opinion. The Amri Beishamai holds Mimer kind of Kenyan Gummer. According to Beishamai, Mimer is like a hundred percent marriage. Kamash Mal and the Chiddush is the Mimer is not like a full Kenyan. But really, even without Mimer, Shimon's wife would need Chalitza and not Yibum, so wouldn't have arrived for a Mishnah that ain't Zika. Esri Abai, Abai asked the same question. As we said, we're going to ask the same question twice. Now we have a Brisa. The Brisa is worded a little bit differently, but it's the same case. Shnei Achim Ba'elam Echad. We have two brothers in the same world, meaning Reuven and Shimon are alive at the same time. One of them dies without children. That would be Reuven. The second brother, Shimon. He got up. He wanted to mimer but he wasn't able to do mimer until he had a brother that was born. Levi now was born. And then Shimon died, and Shimon didn't end up doing mimer. The first wife, meaning Ruvain's wife, she's going to go free. She doesn't have anything done to her from Levi because she's Eishasach of Shleib Ha'lamai. Ushniya, and the second woman, meaning Shimon's original wife, she gets Chalitza or Yibam. Now, Viyami Yesh Zika, if you want to say Yesh Zika, meaning that Shimon has Zika to Ruvain's original wife, that means that Shimon's wife is Tsaras, Eishasach of Shleib Ha'lamai, and Levi should not be allowed to be Miyabim her. It must be that we say Ein Zika. So Gemara says, Hamani Rameir he. That Bryce is Rameir. 
Meir, the Amar Ein Zika. Reb Meir holds Ein Zika, but that Bryce is a Das Yachid, and we have other Mishnayas and other Tanayim that hold Yesh Zika, so that Bryce is not a question on Rav Yehuda. Ask the Gemara, Misvir Leil, Reb Meir Ein Zika. Does Reb Meir really hold Ein Zika? Vatanan, we have Mishnah. Arba Achim Shnayim Hem Nusuim Shtei Achayos. Four brothers, Reuven, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda. Two of them are married to two sisters. Reuven and Shimon are married to two sisters. Umesa Nusuim Achayos, and these two brothers are married to two sisters. They die without children. Harayelu Chalzos Lemis Yavmais. The two sisters need to get Chalitza from the two remaining brothers, and they're not allowed to get Yibum. Now, Yisak Adachas of Reb Meir Ein Zika. If Reb Meir really holds Ein Zika, Hani Mitrei Batika Asyon. These two women are coming from two different homes, meaning they had two different husbands. One was married to one brother, the other was married to the other brother. Haile Yabim Chadva, Haile Yabim Chado. Why don't we just say that the two remaining brothers, each one is Miyabim, another one? Let's clarify this. If you're going to say Yesh Zika, that means that Levi has Zika to both of these sisters, and he's not allowed to do Yibum to either of them, because if he does Yibum to one of them, it's like he's marrying Achais Zekukasai, the sister of the one that he has Zika to. And the same thing would be by Yehuda. But if you're going to say Ein Zika, so technically Levi could marry one of the sisters, and Yehuda could marry the other sister. Why don't we say that? It must be the Rav Meir holds Yesh Zika, not Ein Zika. So the Gemara says, really, Lo'elam Ein Zika, we say Ein Zika, and there's a different reason why the two remaining brothers are not allowed to marry these sisters. That's Mishim the Kassavar, that's because Rav Meir holds Asr Levato Mrs. Yavaman. We're not allowed to bring about a situation where the whole institution of Yibum or Chalitza is going to just go away with nothing happening. And what could possibly happen over here if we allow Levi and Yehuda to do Yibum? The Dilma Ad Miyabim Chad, perhaps it's going to be that Levi is going to be Miyabim, one of the sisters, and then Mais Idach, the other one's going to die. Yehuda is going to die before he has ability to be Miyabim, the other one. The Kabbalah's Mitzvah Yibamin, and now we've done away with the whole Mitzvah of Yibam. And she's not going to have Chalitza done to her either because her sister married Levi, so now she's just a regular Erva and she would go away with nothing. And we're going to end up being Mavatal, the Mitzvah of Yibam, no Yibam or Chalitza. And that's why Mayor says we're not going to have anyone getting married over here, but he still could hold Ein Zika. But the Mark continues asking, V Ein Zika, if you're going to tell me our Mayor holds Ein Zika, Tevatal. So let's be Mavatal, the Mitzvah of Yibamin. Who cares if it becomes Batal? Tarmagamlil, Amr Ein Zika, Ramagamlil holds Ein Zika, and Umotil Vatal, Mitzvah Yibamin. He holds it's not a problem if we're Mavatal, the Mitzvah of Yibam. It's okay if we have a situation where neither Yibam nor Chalitza happens. And how do we know that? Dinan, we have a Mishnah. Ramagamlil, Amr Gamlil says, Im Miyano, Miyano. If she does Miyon, then that's fine. Vimlai Miyano, if she doesn't do Miyon, Tamtana Shetagdil. Let's just wait till she grows up. And this other wife will go free because of a chaisisha. Now, what's that talking about? So it's referring to a case where two brothers married two sisters, but the sister Shimon was married to was a katana, meaning their marriage was only midrabanon. When Reuven dies without children, and his wife, who's a gdaila, falls to Yibam to Shimon, we encourage Shimon's wife to do mion. Why is that? Because the zika de iraisa that Reuven's wife has to Shimon, in a way, pushes Shimon's wife out of the picture. So it's better if Shimon's wife just does mion, and now Shimon is able to miyabim Reuven's wife. However, Ramagamliel says that if the katana doesn't do Mion and she decides to stick around, she becomes a Gadaila and remains married to Shimon, their marriage now becomes a Dairaisa marriage, and the Yavama goes free without Yibam or Chalita, because now she has official status of the sister of the Yavama and she's an Erva, so she goes free without Yibam or Chalita. We see the Ramagamliel holds Ein Zika and Motelvatal Mitzvah Yavamin. So the same thing should apply to Rav Meir, who holds Ein Zika, he should also hold Motelvatal Mitzvah Yavamin. So Ramalehi responds to him, Ramagamliel, Ramayer Karamis, you're asking a question on Ramagamliel and Ramayer, Ramagamliel's one. Tana Rav Meir is a different Tana. They don't have to hold the same thing all across the board. So the more answers, Loi, Hachi Karmina, this is really what we're saying. Rav Meir Chayesh Afil Lesveka. Rav Meir is Chayesh even for a Suffolk case. Rav Meir was Chayesh for this very far flung case that Levi's going to marry one of the sisters, and before Yehuda has the ability to marry the other sister, Yehuda's going to die, and that's going to turn out that the other sister didn't have Yibam or Chalitza done to her. That's a very far flung case. That's a Suffolk. And Rav Gamliel, Afil Levadi Loi Chayesh. Rav Gamliel, he doesn't mind being Mavatal Mrs. Yavaman, even in a Vadai case, even in this case with Igdail and the so we're asking is that Rav Gamliel doesn't mind being Vatal Mrs. Yavaman even in a Vadai case. How could it be that Rav Meir minds being Vatal Mrs. Yavaman even in a case of a far-flung chashash?
Chayash. So the Gemara says it's not a problem, it's not contradictory. It could be according to Manda Amr that we're not Chayash for being Vatal Messes Yavamin, Afil Vadi Loi Chayash. Even if it's a Vadai case, he doesn't mind. And that's Rabbi Gamliel. And Amanda Chayash, the one that does mind being Vatal Messes Yavamin, Afil Losfeka Chayash, he's worried even in a Safe case, and that's Rabbi Meir. But either which way, as we conclude this Gemara, we haven't successfully disproven Rabbi Yehuda's Shita of Yesh Zika. We have Yesh Zika and Ein Zika, both coming from valid sources. Now, Amr Leibai, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi told Rabbi Yosef, Hadra, Rabbi Yehuda, the Shmuel, he, that which Rabbi Yehuda holds, Yesh Zika, he got it from his Rabbi Shmuel. Shmuel was his Rabbi, and Rav was his Rabbi. Abai is telling Rabbi Yosef that Rabbi Yehuda got his Shita of Yesh Zika from Shmuel, not from Rav. And how do we know that? Nah, the Mishnah says, Yod Chasam Bezan Tab, Shemers Yom, Shekidish Achavas Achaisa, a woman, she's a Shemers Yavam, she's waiting for Yibam from one of the two brother in laws, and one of the brothers in law was Makadesh, her sister. To Mishum Rabbi Yehuda Bamsayra Amr, in the name of Rabbi Yehuda Bamsayra, they said, Amr Mloy, we tell that brother, there was Makadesh, the sister of the Yavama, Hamtain, you should wait to marry her. Until your brother, your other brother, does the Maisa of Yibam or Chalitza. It must be over here that we say Yesh Zika. Both of these brothers, Shimon and Levi, have a Zika to the Yavama. So Levi, who is Makadish, the Yavama's sister, isn't allowed to marry her because she is Achais Zikukasai. And that's why we tell him that he has to wait to marry the sister that he was Makadish because he's still Zakuk to the sister. And Vamar Shmuel, Halach Rabbi Yudim Shmuel said, Halach Zak Rabbi Yudim meaning Shmuel says Yesh Zika. So it must be the Rabbi Huda got it from Shmuel. So Armor Lay, Rabbi Yisif told Abai, the Rav Mai, who cares? if he holds like Rav. Maybe he got it from Rav. Why are you trying to find that he got it from Shmuel? Maybe he got it from Rav. Maybe Rav holds Yesh Zika. So by response, it can't be the Rabbi Huda got it from Rav because Kashid Rav Ad Rav. We would have a steer or Rav on himself. Yesterday we learned that Rav Huna B'Shem Rav said that ain't Zika. So how could it be that Rav Yehuda is saying B'Shem Rav Yesh Zika? Therefore, it's better to say that he got it from Shmuel. If Yosef continues asking, there's still not a problem. Perhaps it's Machlekes Amay Rayim. It's Machlekes Rav Huna and Rav Yehuda B'Shem Rav. What does Rav hold? And Rav Yehuda holds that Rav says. So by answers, keep the Itmar Shmeid the Shmuel Behedyo, Mushmeid the Rav Kamayroi, since we have a Beferish member in the name of Shmuel at Yesh Zika, and we have a member in the name of Rav that Yesh Zika, however, it's Kamayroi, it's Machlekes Tanaim whether Rav holds that. We're not going to put our member Beshem Shmuel Beferish to the side and establish it like a Machlekes Amayroim only according to one opinion. Therefore, it makes more sense to say that Rav Yehuda got his opinion of Yesh Zika from Shmuel as opposed to from Rav. I told this over to Rav Zidmin Ardo. Amar, he said, This is how you teach it. And we learn it beferush. Amar of Yehuda, Amar Shmuel. The Rav Yehuda said it b'shem Shmuel. Shemeres Yavim Shemesa Asr beima. A Shemeres Yavim that died without Yibum or Chalitza. Her Yavim is Asr to her mother. Amar Kasav Yezika. We see that he holds Yezika. And Vaz Shmuel Tamei Shmuel Zashita. So the Amar Shmuel Shmuel said, Halachah Kriv Yehuda Meseira. The Halachah Kriv Yehuda Meseira. And Tzrichi, we need to have this two-step process. The Ashmina Yezika. If we would have just said simply Yezika, Havamina would think Hanimila Bechad. That's only when there's one Yavam. Avol betray, but if there's two Yavams, loy, I might say that there's no Zika. Kamash and the Chiddush is that even if there's two Yavams, we would say Yesh Zika. And if we would just say the Halachas like Rabbi Yudim Beseira, Havamina, I would think Hanimila Michayim. There's only Zika while the Yavam is still alive. Avol Achar Misa, but if the Yavama dies, Pakal Zika, so the Zika disappears. Kamash and the Chiddush is the Zika Bechidilai Paka, Zika doesn't just disappear, and even after the Yavama dies, the Zika is still in place. Now this mission continues discussing Eshes Achav by Lamai, but it's a different setup than the previous. Mishnah. The previous Mishnah of the case was where we had Reuven and Shimon were brothers, Reuven died without children, and before Shimon was able to do Yibam or Chalitza, Levi was born. Here it's the other way around. We have two brothers, one of them dies. Over here, Shimon did Yibam to his brother's wife, and then 
after the Yibam happened, then another brother, Levi, was born. Umais and then Shimon died without children. Harishana, the first wife, meaning Ruvain's wife, is Yaitzim Misham Eshesachav Shalai Bailamai. She goes free because she's Eshesachav Shalai Bailamai. Levi's also to marry her. Vashniya, the second woman, meaning Shimon's original wife, she goes free Misham Tsarasa because she's the Tsara of Eshesachav Shalai Bailamai. What about Asr Bamaimer? If Shimon only did Mimer to Ruvain's wife, Umais and then Shimon died, Hashniya Chalatzis, Flemis Evemes, the Shniya gets Chalitza and not Yibam. Now here we have Machlaikas. We had this previously in the first parak as well. Rab Shimon, I'm Rab Shimon says, In this case, Levi's allowed to do Yibam or Chalitza to whichever one he wants. He's not considered Eshazachav Shalai by Lamai. Since Levi was born after Shimon did Yibam, for all intents and purposes, Ruvain's original wife, in regards to Levi, is really just considered like Shimon's wife and not Ruvain's wife, and therefore he's allowed to do Yibam or Chalitza. Nam Rav Shimon even argues in the first case, meaning in the case of the previous Mishnah, when Levi was born before Shimon did Yibam. Rav Shimon would allow Levi to do Yibam to Reuven's original wife in that case as well. Mimai, how do we know that Rav Shimon argues in that case also? Mediktani Mishnah Yaseira, since we have a whole extra Mishnah, what does it mean we have an extra Mishnah? Why do we have to say the first case? Why do we have to say the first Mishnah? Again, the case of the first Mishnah being that Levi was born before Shimon did Yibam to Reuven's wife. Elim, if you want to say the Rabbanon, we have to say it for the Rabbanon to teach us the Rabbanon say that that's a problem of Eishas now in our case that we just mentioned, where he did Yibam and only then Levi was born, then now that Levi comes into the world, he finds her beheter, because she's already married to Shimon, and the Rabbanon still asks her Levi to her. If Levi was first born and then Shimon did Yibam, you have to tell me that she's also because of it's Pashat she's also in that case, according to the Rabbanon. So for us to have a clarity in what the Rabbanon hold, we don't need to have the case of the first Mishnah. We only need to have the case of our Mishnah. So it must be that the reason why we mention the case in the first Mishnah is to teach us a Chiddush in Reb Shimon. And the reason why we mention the first case is to teach us the Kayach of Reb Shimon, Reb Shimon's Matir, even in that case. And the reason why we have the second case is to teach us the Kayach of the Rabbanon, that they're Machmir and they do not allow Levi to marry Reuven's wife, even in this case when Levi was born after Shimon did Yibam to Reuven's wife. And we didn't identify Reb Shimon Baresha. Really, Reb Shimon should argue in the first case as well. We don't have him arguing in the first case, but he really does argue in that first case. He waited till the Rabbanon finished saying what they had to say. We had two cases from the Rabbanon, and then he argued on both of those cases. But now the Gemara asks on Shittas Rab Shimon himself, How do we have a case that Eishas Achav Shalai Ba'ilama is Asr according to Rab Shimon? Rab Shimon has to say that Eishas Achav Shalai Ba'ilama is Asr, but what's his case that Eishas Achav Shalai Ba'ilama is Asr? So the answer is, We have one brother, meaning we just have one boy, we have Ruvain who's married, and then Ruvain died without children, and then he had a brother, and then Shimon was born. Inami or could say betray, where we have two brothers, Reuven and Shimon, and Shimon didn't do Yibam, and he didn't die either. And then we had that third brother, Levi, being born. Levi is usher to that Yivama. The Gemara continues asking of Shimon's Shita, we understand that if Shimon did Yibam to Reuven's wife, and afterwards Levi was born, when Levi, so to speak, found Reuven's wife, now that she falls to him be Yibam, she falls to him beheter. Because when Levi was born, she was already married to Shimon. So for all intents and purposes, she's considered Shimon's wife, not Reuven's wife anymore. But in the case where Levi was born, and only then Shimon did Yibam to Ruvain's wife, my time, oh, why is there if Shimon holds that he would be allowed to marry her? It should be considered when Levi is born, this woman is not yet married to Shimon, so Levi technically has his Isser of Eishas Achiv Shalai Bailamai to her. How is it that Rib Shimon could say that Levi is allowed to marry her after Shimon dies without children? So the Gemara answers, Kasavar Yesh Zika. Rib Shimon holds Yesh Zika, Vizika Kiknusa Damya. And if we hold Yesh Zika, that means that she's like a Knusa, it's like she's actually married. Meaning the moment Ruvain died and his wife has Zika to Shimon, it's like Shimon and Reuven's wife are 100% married. So now that Levi's born before actual Yibam takes place, that doesn't 
doesn't make a difference. Zika makes it as if they're married, and therefore Levi's allowed to marry Reuben's wife after Shimon dies without children. Now the Gemara asks on that, and this is a long question. Maskalar of Yosef, Yosef asks, Hashda Zika umaymer misapkalei Reb Shimon ikeknusa damya ilav kiknusa damya. Reb Shimon has a suffix whether Zika and Maimer together makes her like a knusa or not. Zika lechudami baya. Are you telling me that for sure when there's just Zika, it's considered like she's a knusa? You just stated without most certainty that when we hold yesh Zika, that means she's like a knusa. It's like she's 100% married. How could you say that? Rev Mayer isn't sure whether Zika is considered like a knusa even when there's Mimer involved. And Mayhi, what is a suffix of Rev Mayer? Where do we see it? We have three brothers that are married to three women. None of them are sisters. They're not related. One of them dies. Ruvain dies. And Shimon does Mimer to his wife. And then Shimon dies without children. These two women, Shimon's original wife and Ruvain's original wife, need Chalitza from the remaining brother and not Yibam. Shinar, because the Pasuk says, Umes Echemehem, and one of them dies, meaning one brother dies, Yavama Yavayaleo, her Yavam should marry her. Misha Alea Zika's Yavam Echad. Only someone that has a Zika from one Yavam is allowed to marry the brother. Volesha Alea Zika Shnei Yavamin, but not someone that has a Zika of two Yavamin. And Ruvain's wife, who only got Mimer from Shimon, she didn't have a full fledged Yibam, she has the Zika of two Yavamin. She's coming Mikhaich Shimon because she had Mimer done to her by Shimon, but she's still considered as if she's coming Mikhaich Ruvain as well, because she never fully married Shimon, so she's considered falling to Levi from Ruvain as well. That means that she's considered falling from two people, from Ruvain and Shimon. Now that was a Tanakama. Rib Shimon and Rib Shimon says, This remaining brother, Levi, he's allowed to do Yibum to whichever one he wants, and he should do Chalitza to the second one. He's allowed to do Yibum to both of them, to Shimon's wife and to Ruvain's original wife, perhaps we're going to say Yesh Zika, and that means that Shimon's considered like he was married to Ruvain's wife as well, and then it would turn out that Levi would be marrying two Yivamites that are coming from the same house, meaning two Yivamites that are coming from the same husband. We know that if a man dies with two wives, only one of his wives is allowed to get Yibam, not both of them. And if we say Yesh Zika, then that means that Shimon was married to his wife and to Ruvain's wife, and Levi would not be allowed to marry both of them, only one of them. And if we want to say that Yivumei Chad Ifter Idach, that Levi should just do Yibam to one of them, and the other one should be Pater without needing Chalitza, we can't say that either, because it's possible that Zika doesn't make her like a Knusa, and that means that Shimon's not married to Reuven's wife at all. And then it would turn out that there's two Yavamas coming from two different houses. It's considered like Shimon's wife is falling to Levi from Shimon, and Reuven's wife is falling to Levi from Reuven. And therefore, he would be allowed to marry both of them, and if he's not going to marry both of them, he has to do Chalitza to the one he's not going to marry. But what do we see from here? We see the Rav Shimon's Mesopic that even when there's Mimer and Zika, perhaps that's still not a strong enough connection to say that she's like a Knusa, like she's actually married. If you want to say the Rib Shimon holds that Midai Raisa, one of them gets Yibam and one of them just goes away with nothing, and Midra Banan who the Usr, and it's only Usr Midra Banan to send away the other one without Chalitza, Gezer Mishum Shema Yemru Bezivamas Habas Mishne Batim, Gezer, perhaps people are going to learn from this scenario, then in a different scenario, when we have two Yavamas coming from two different houses, for example, if we would have Reuven, Shimon, and Levi brothers, Reuven and Shimon both die without children, so both Reuven's wife and Shimon's wife are falling to Levi, that's considered two Yavamas coming from two different houses, people might learn to say that in that case, that Levi could do Yibam to one and the other one could just go free without anything. And we know in that scenario that it's not true. For sure, one of them would need Chalitza in that case. Can't say that's what Reb Shimon holds because of time with Reb Shimon, Misham Maimer Velav Maimer Hu. The whole sugya Reb Shimon is discussing is a Maimer sugya. It's not a discussion of Gzeira. Titania, we have a Brysa. If the Maimer of the second one was a valid Maimer, meaning if Shimon's Maimer to Reuven's wife was valid, and then Levi marries her, it turns out that he's being boiled the wife of the second one, meaning Shimon's wife, and Vimah Marshal Shani Eni Mimer, if the Mimer of the second one wasn't a valid Mimer, Eshaz Rishon Hubail, then Levi by marrying her is marrying the 
wife of the first man, not the wife of the second man, meaning Reuven's wife, not Shimon's wife. So we see that Shimon's whole discussion is a mimer discussion. So we're going to stop here right in the middle of the sugya. But just to clarify, the Gemara had taken it for granted that Shimon holds Yesh Zika and that Zika makes them as if they're fully married. We just had this long-winded question proving that even when there's Zika and mimer, Rib Shimon is misopic if they're considered married. So how can we say that when there's only Zika, they're considered married? Tomorrow we're going to pick up with an attempted disproof to this question. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.